Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome along to another edition of Ireland Calling, broadcasting here from my home studio in Auckland. We're back a level, back to level 2.5, and I uh, hope wherever you're listening tonight, whether you're in Auckland on a Wednesday night or Christchurch on a Saturday night, uh, Capity Coast on Sunday afternoon or Wellington on Sunday night or any other night around the week, uh, listening on Planet Audio. I hope you can stay with us here and enjoy the programme. We've got quite a few new listeners uh, on the programme tonight, and I've got a tribute to pay uh, to two people, two friends of mine who passed away suddenly in the last week. And we'll bring you up with uh, all the latest news and everything uh, from Ireland. So uh, I hope that uh, you can stay with me here uh, for the next hour. And we'll start off tonight uh, with Dolores Kane. And I want to play this request for uh, Judy and Deirdre, who walk on Takapuna Beach uh, every morning of the week, early in the morning. And uh, they, what you call it, uh, we have a chat, myself and uh, them and uh, Seamus. So we'll play this uh, song for you. Uh, Dolores Kane, Never Be the Sun. <laughs>
the wonderful voice of Dolores Kane there, a lovely song called Never Be the Sun. And you're listening to Ireland Calling, brought to you with the support of the Hugh Green Group. So wherever you're listening tonight, I hope you can uh, stay with me for the next hour here. And uh, we'll update you on news from Ireland. And uh, we'll start with the latest news on COVID. Quite a few new cases today, 217 new cases. It's the highest daily figure since May, but no uh, new deaths. Of course, uh, the schools are back this week, all uh, pretty much back now. Uh, by the middle of this week, there was a, a few hiccups last week and uh, the um, acting chief medical officer, Ronan Glynn, said there will be cases where they'll have um, outbreaks in schools, but uh, people shouldn't panic. And the good news is people of Kildare were out of lockdown, allowed out of lockdown yesterday, um, a week ahead of um, you know the end of the scheduled lockdown. Uh, Offaly, Leash and Kildare were in lockdown from early August to Leash and Offaly got out, but Kildare were put into lockdown for another two weeks, but they got out about six days earlier. So that's good news. But of course, um, bad news for um, a lot of the people in in that part of uh, the country, because uh, traditionally August is a big holiday month. And I listened to one or two of the hoteliers uh, on RT News over the last uh, day or two, and they've missed out on uh, obviously the the. lower number of businesses business that was going to be available and uh, especially in Kildare you had um, the electric picnic was due to take place last week in Leash and the Plough Championship coming up in two weeks time of course those events have been uh, cancelled but anyway at least um, the schools are back open in every county and so far so good so the next big issue is the Leave and Cert results they'll be announced uh, early Monday morning and uh, 17% of the grades that have come through to the Department of Education have been reduced. Uh, But um, the Minister for Education has said there won't be any situation like there was in uh, Scotland and England and Northern Ireland. And uh, obviously um, a very stressful time as people wait now to find out uh, if they've got enough points to start the course that they need to do. And of course a worrying time for people that did the Leave Insert last year and they took a gap year, and of course they have to wait to find out if they have enough points to get into their course. So uh, a worrying time all round. And uh, finally, before we take the next bit of music, a nice uh, story to finish with here. A Dublin woman has won a lovely cottage in Foxford in County Mayo. Uh, Mar- Michelle Hallahan, uh, she bought five tickets, €10 euro each, uh, to um, in a raffle that was to raise money uh, for doctors and nurses um, in the west of Ireland dealing with people with covid and uh, the auction sales or the sales of the raffle tickets was a bit slow to start, but it grew over the summer and uh, over a million dollars uh, was raised. So the um, I heard this lady being interviewed on RT this evening. In fact, she got a call from an Irish newspaper in America before she even knew she'd won. The email had gone out to her, but she said she's delighted. She's originally from uh, rural Ireland and she's looking forward to going back to this cottage. It needs a bit of work to be done going down to, to Mayo, which is um, um, a lovely part of the, the, the country. All right, another bit of music coming up here, and I'm going to play this song, especially for another listener who's from Roscommon. A neighbour of mine here has just moved into Takapuna, Emma Louise Loftus. She's a physiotherapist, and if you're looking for a good physio on the North Shore, in Takapuna, Physio Connect, you'll be able to connect up there with Emma Louise. So she's tuned in tonight, herself and her three flatmates down the road here from me, and um, I hope you like this particular song. You wanted to only give me four choices, so we'll we'll go with uh, Christy Moore here, and uh, black is the the colour. So Christy, rise up here. Here we go, Christy. Oh, 
Yeah, I was 1960 years. I was doing a gig in the Glasgow Folk Centre in Montrose Street, and I didn't go on till about 12 o'clock on a Saturday night. It was fairly late, and the fellow that went on before me sang this song, and when the concert was over, I said, hey, give us the old song, would you? And he did. Black is the colour of my true love's hair. Her lips are like some roses fair. She has the sweetest smile and the gentlest hands. And I love the ground whereon she stands. Moore there live at the point I think and a lovely song called Black is the Colour a special request going out to Emma Louise Loftus uh, tuned in tonight for the first time so you've got to stay tuned in now Emma Louise and tell all your friends about this great programme Ireland Calling which everybody is listening to right now brought to you with support of uh, the Hugh Green Group and I hope you're enjoying the programme it's a beautiful day here in Auckland of course um, springtime since yesterday here in Auckland and, and I know the weather in, down south has been pretty cold and snow and uh, obviously real winter conditions in the last few days and uh, thankfully the weather hasn't been too bad over in Ireland over the last uh, few days but certainly they've had enough rain in Ireland especially down the southwest over the last um, few uh, the last uh, few weeks not really traditional summer weather while Golfgate is still hanging over Ireland uh, no words yet on the review by the former Supreme Court judge on what will happen, the current or former Chief Justice Susan Denham, on what will happen, the recently appointed Supreme Court's court judge, Seamus Wolfe. He's probably the last, um, you know, high-profile person that was at this golf dinner and tournament in uh, Clifton two weeks ago today. That is still 
uh, got a job, uh, Phil Hogan, stepping down last week. So the Irish government will decide in the next day or two to um, put forward. Uh, they would love to probably just put forward one candidate, Simon Coveney, Minister for Foreign Affairs, to replace Phil Hogan as European uh, Trade Commissioner. But uh, the European President, uh, Ursula von Leyen, has told the government she wants two nominations, a male and a female. Uh, so the government uh, will need to come up with two names and um, last year they were asked to uh, supply two names but they didn't heed her advice and just uh, reappointed Phil Hogan and he got the high profile job but uh, it looks like that whoever um, Ireland puts forward and whoever does ultimately get the job they won't hold on to the big uh, position that um, Phil Hogan had, uh, European Trade Commissioner is probably one of the top five of about 28 jobs uh, in the European uh, Commission but um, obviously negotiating going on behind the, the back uh, of the scenes and uh, other um, two females that are being mentioned along with um, Simon Coveney is um, Vice President of the European Commission at the moment, Mairead McGuinness and also Francis Fitzgerald, former Taunishta and uh, MEP. So we'll have to, to wait and see. But I think uh, the European Union uh, really want to, to get on with it. Uh, lots of uh, work uh, to be done as we deal with the COVID. OK, I'm going to pay a special tribute now. Uh, got a bit of a shock um, last week and another shock yesterday. Uh, find out that uh, two close friends of mine and I'll play regular listeners to Ireland Calling, I might add, and I'm going to play a tribute to, to both of them over the next uh, while on the programme here. First up, Dermot Whelan. Dermot was uh, from Dublin and has lived in New Zealand um, probably since the early... Uh, 80s. In fact, 70s, I think, Dermot came here. And uh, for listeners in Wellington, you might have known Dermot. He, he was the manager of the um, Renewed Tennis Centre in Wellington for a number of years. Uh, but at the time of his death, he was the general manager of Age Concern on the Capital Coast. A, a wonderful man. And uh, he did a bit of broadcasting uh, down there in Wellington as well. And uh, had a programme, I think, around sport on uh, Capity. Uh, Coast Radio, where uh, I know a number of people uh, tune in on a Sunday afternoon to this programme, Dermot used to, to tune in. And like me, he's might have left Ireland, uh, but Ireland never left him. And one of his um, great um, memories was going back after a number of years, two years ago, and he had a great trip back to see his um, uh, his family over there. And um, in an earlier visit back for me, after I know Dermot, I went out and visited his mum and dad in, in Dunleary in, in County Dublin. So a big shock to Dermot's um, family first and foremost his daughter Jackie and son James and um, uh, Jackie's children Dylan and Ashton and uh, his former wife uh, Susie and uh, back in Ireland he's got um, sisters Maureen, Pauline, Irene and uh, a brother Brian and I know he's got lots of friends over there and we all tuned in and uh, watched the um, streaming of the funeral earlier today from uh, Capity Coast so uh, Dermot I know you uh, loved the Irish music and uh, you loved everything about Irish sport and um, I hope you enjoy uh, these two uh, songs that I've picked for you here. I know didn't know you were you, you were a particular fan of this particular song but um, when James talked about it today at the funeral I thought uh, it was appropriate that we'd play this. First of all we've got uh, Tommy Makem and uh, after that we've got Paddy Riley. Uh, Tommy Makem first with Johnny McIldoo and Paddy Riley with the Fields of Athenry. There was Johnny McAldoo and McGee and me And a couple or two or three went on the street one day 
We had the bomb or two, which we knew how to brew, and the beer and whiskey flew, and we all felt gay. We visited McCann's, McLeman's, Humpty Dance. We then went into the swans, our stomachs for the pack. We ordered out the feed, which indeed we did need, and we finished it for speed, but we still felt slack. Johnny McElhoo turned red, white, and blue, and obtained a fiery stew. He soon put out the sight. He shouted out and bore with a roar for some more that he never felt before. Such a keen appetite. He ordered eggs and ham, bread and jam, hot and cram. But in me couldn't ram, though we tried our level best. For everything we brought, cold or hot, mother not. It went down a blacky shot, but he still stood the test. Swanny tried and lard by the yard, he discard. We thought it would go hard when the waiter dropped the bill. We told him take a bore, but he swore he could lower twice as much again and more before he had his bill. Nearly shut the trough, all the broths is my dry. He'll devour the table trough, if you don't bow the bit. When the waiter dropped the charge, Michael Lou puts her large. He'd be catched out and fired, and his blood and fire. He got the course to swear, tear to swear, and to swear. The pretty sea of bear called the shop man a liar. Shop and he drew out, and no doubt he did tell Michael Lou he kicked him out, like an old football. Gathered down the throat, broke his nose, I suppose. He'd better kill him in the few blows in no time to call. Michael Lou began to howl, and to growl, and to sow. Through an empty barrel of the shop, he was said. Shop of the keys in, take the skin off his skin, and the looks did begin, and they all fought and bled. He did to the rhyme, man a life for a five. And also made his life for a sort of match way. Red for all the men that we ate from the trade. And went home to reminisce on the spring that day.
Paddy Riley there and uh, the Dubliners, a uh, lovely song in the rare old times. And uh, before that, we had uh, Tommy uh, Makem singing Johnny McIldoo. And uh, those two songs goes a tribute to Dermot, well, Dermot, we call him his right name, Dermot Francis Joseph Whelan, who's laid to rest uh, in the Capitol Coast today. Uh, Dermot uh, passed away suddenly last week. So to Dermot's uh, children, James and Jackie, and uh, all his uh, family and friends in Ireland, uh, our thoughts and prayers uh, are with you at this sad time. I've known Dermot for many years and we share lots of uh, emails and phone calls and everything about Irish sport. And uh, he certainly uh, was very proud of uh, all the work that I was doing in magazines that I was publishing. And uh, actually, speaking of magazines, next Wednesday, all over the country, uh, in every daily paper, there'll be a big 48-page magazine promoting domestic tourism. So make sure uh, you get this uh, magazine uh, it'll be in the Otago Daily Times on, on Friday, I think, or Thursday, but everywhere else around the country, whatever the daily paper in your area is, there's 350,000 magazines going out there, so hopefully you'll be able to pick up one. And it's full of ideas on things to do uh, around New Zealand um, over the spring and summer holidays. But uh, And in a few minutes' time, I'm going to pay a tribute uh, to another good friend of mine, but uh, before that, we'll continue on with a bit more of the, the news from Ireland. Um, the Irish soccer team have uh, got together in the first training session under um, Stephen Kenny, and uh, many of the players are delighted to be back. And uh, they've got um, a, a Euro 2020 playoff game uh, next month against Slovakia. But before that, they're playing, um, uh, what do you call it, Bulgaria. Uh, and Finland over the next uh, few days in a kind of a European Champions League. So this will be the big uh, chance for um, Stephen Kenny, uh, how he gets on with his team. Of course, uh, he was Mick McCarthy technically should still be there until Ireland uh, were kicked out or, or uh, finished their uh, involvement with Euro 2020. Well, Euro 2020 didn't play, take place because of COVID. Ireland still have a chance. And the funny thing is, if Ireland do get to Euro 2020, by winning these next uh, few matches, former coach Mick McCarthy, he'll get a, a bonus uh, that was added in uh, to his contract uh, by the previous CEO, John Delaney, who's uh, obviously uh, not involved with the football anymore. And I think he's living in, in England, uh, probably going through tough times. I'm sure uh, he was a high profile person in Ireland, but uh, came crashing down. And it was only on Monday night that the FAI board uh, agreed or the members of the FEI agreed to the financial bailout that the government put on the table with uh, a new board in place and uh, if they didn't agree uh, you know that FEI could have been insolvent so uh, we'll see how they, they go lots of uh, Gaelic games club matches being played uh, not so many club finals yet county finals so uh, a few were played uh, last weekend I'll look back and see uh, what um, results were there in that we wish a happy birthday to a, man, to a man that celebrated his 75th birthday yesterday, our Munda, Van Morrison. Here he is with uh, the Chieftains. Oh,
Van Morrison and the Chieftains there. Van celebrated his 75th uh, birthday uh, on Monday and I think he's planning to play a concert or two uh, before the end of the year, uh, maybe in the UK but possibly in Ireland. Of course, um, the Electric Picnic, which is a big three-day musical extravaganza that takes place down around Strad Valley in County Leash, that had to be cancelled this year. And, of course, the other big event that had to be cancelled that would be taking place in two weeks' time is the National Ploughing Championship so obviously um, all these events are um, as a result of casualties um, to COVID-19 and of course people have been asked like we are here to social distance wear masks and uh, obviously a lot of pubs nearly three four thousand what we call wet pubs pubs that don't serve food are still closed and this is obviously very caused a lot of distress to, to these many of these family-owned pubs but yet there was horror and uproar in Ireland when there was uh, party scenes of people um, obviously drinking and partying down in um, County uh, Kerry at the weekend in, in Killarney. And somebody, I saw some report here saying that uh, there was over 221 house parties uh, took place during a one kilometre radius of the 13-week lockdown. And uh, this um, obviously must have been earlier in, in the year. There's pictures here. Outraged that residents of an Irish suburb revealed that their community had endured 221 house parties within a one kilometre radius during the 13-week lockdown. Um, this is down in uh, County Cork. So uh, obviously people are uh, very upset that this has happened. But great news for the people of Kildare. The lockdown was lifted on Monday night, so they're back as, as normal. And uh, many people struggling with their businesses. And uh, the next, of course, big thing now is the um, Leave Cert results coming out. And I see where the Minister for Education has come out. And uh, they were surprised that uh, so many uh, teachers um, give so many high marks to uh, some of their students. So they've marked some of these down. But they still think that the uh, point system to apply to go to university is going to be probably the highest ever was. So people maybe that had uh, done the Leaving Cert last year and uh, that had enough points to get into a particular course they wanted to do last year. And... Uh, they hoped that they'd get into the same course this year, maybe disappointed, but who knows? And there's no real fallback. The only thing you can do is to, uh, if you want, you're not happy, you can actually sit the leave insert in November, but that puts things back for a whole year and whether or not people will do that. There's two cases, maybe more, of two people that were homeschooled and, of course, they weren't um, included in these uh, marking system at the moment, even though one of the uh, parents... Uh, was a, a teacher so they've taken uh, court action uh, to make sure that uh, they would be allocated the, the marks that they would have got if they sat uh, the leave insert so obviously still a very worrying time well I just want to acknowledge uh, another um, what do you call it uh, sudden death here uh, yesterday afternoon uh, here in Auckland on Tuesday the Irish club sent out a newsletter and uh, very shocked to see that uh, Joe Hearn a uh, long-time member of the Irish community here in Auckland and from a very well-connected family uh, uh, from Leitrim uh, with uh, many of his family living here from time to time. Joe passed away suddenly on uh, Sunday and obviously no uh, details yet of his funeral with the COVID-19 restrictions in place. This is the sad thing at the moment that uh, Irish, we know we're good at farewell and people, so um, obviously uh, limited numbers at the moment. So to, to Joe's wife, Margaret, and uh, son Connor and Tom and uh, daughter Emma um, and uh, granddad of Bodie Joe and um, to Joe's family his brother Seamus brothers Seamus Michael Frankie uh, Francis and uh, Aidan Noel 
and his sisters Mary, Mary Galway, everybody knows Mary here in Auckland, and Geraldine, uh, we send our deepest sympathy to you uh, on the uh, sudden uh, uh, death of Joe. I really enjoyed always meeting Joe and uh, really told me about how hard he worked, left school, was 15, went over tunnelling in England and went home every summer and saved the hay in the farm. And I know Joe had, uh, I think, taken over the family farm at home and he loved going back there, uh, you know, for a part of the year and uh, cutting hay and saving turf and stuff like that and uh, a real hard-working uh, gentleman. So, Joe, uh, may you rest in peace. So we'll play a few songs uh, in your memory here and um, I'm sure... Uh, the Irish Club will send out details of any um, farewell that there will be for you. But Joe, a proud Limerick, a proud Leitzer man and a proud Irish man, will have two songs here. First of all, Larry Cunningham, lovely Leitzerman, followed by Sean Keane, Home Away From Home. Rest in peace, Joe.
tribute to Joe Hearn who died uh, suddenly on Sunday so again to Joe's wife Margaret and um, family Connor, Emma and Tom and uh, grand, uh, um, grandson Bodie uh, our deepest uh, sympathy to you and uh, hard to believe in the last uh, two weeks uh, I've lost uh, four good friends uh, obviously Joe and Dermot Whelan and uh, Tom Gerard, uh, who was laid to rest last week 
and uh, John Griffin uh, from Irish Town. And uh, it was lovely to get a call from John's brother, Tommy Joe, who I visit uh, when I'm back in Ireland uh, last night. And uh, he was uh, was delighted to hear the tribute that I I played uh, to his uh, brother, uh, John, on the programme two weeks ago. So I hope wherever you're listening tonight, you're enjoying the programme. And I know Joe did... uh, tune in regularly here and uh, he always said to me he liked uh, the little bit of news I gave about farming in Ireland uh, so Joe we'll, we'll talk about farming in Ireland here from the front of the farming independent we'll start with a beautiful picture here of uh, a lovely uh, well there's three lovely uh, people two girls and a lovely sheep uh, this is Kira and Emma Higgins from Clare Morris in County Mayo and their female champion and reserve overall champion at the Irish Blue Texel Sheep Society show and sale uh, at the showgrounds in Carrick and Shannon, not far from your neck of the woods, Joe. And a uh, lovely picture <coughs> of this particular uh, sheep. Uh, grain growers racing against time to save the harvest. In fact, I heard uh, Damien O'Reilly on Countrywide uh, the other morning uh, talking to a farmer down in Wexford and you wouldn't really think uh, there'd be much rain in Wexford this time of the year but they were sogging you could hear the sound effects of walking through the water and Damien was also talking to a farmer from Longford last week who came up with a, a wonderful idea asking every farmer in Ireland to donate uh, one day's milk the day of sorry the day of the milk of one cow a day worth about uh, probably 30 euro he was watching the news a few weeks ago and he, he saw the terrible scenes of what was happening in Yemen and uh, children out there and uh, pretty much all they're getting to eat or food or uh, nourishment is a glass of water and uh, glucose every second day. So he's pleading with the Irish farmers and the Irish co-ops to put together a campaign and to be able to uh, donate nearly 80,000 tonnes of um, milk um, powder to, to get to Red Cross can take out uh, to Yemen. And uh, you can look it up there on, on Countrywide if uh, people can help. I know that the UNICEF here, they've got a fundraising campaign on as well uh, to help uh, these, uh, there's over a million children uh, in Yemen and they're basically no food. Of course, the whole port was blown up there years ago by so- neighbours, Saudi Arabia. But uh, no, nobody else in the world couldn't care less. Um, America, all they're doing is arguing amongst themselves over there. And of course, Trump uh, won't come out and criticise Saudi Arabia because they paid... Uh, I think it was about $300 billion uh, in arms. Um, they bought all these arms from America. So it's, it's shameful. I've seen a few programmes on what's happening in Yemen. So if you're able to help out, like this farmer uh, back in Longford last week, uh, you can uh, contact uh, UNICEF here or uh, indeed the, the Red Cross. Right, so not good news for grain growers and uh, looking at uh, certainly um, cattle running through uh, fields here with closhes of water in them it's certainly not good. Farmers up in arms over ridiculous new TB herd history reports departments herd risk categories will inevitably lead to devaluation of herds farm leaders uh, warn. Sharp fall in milk output as weather takes heavy toll on uh, conditions and there's a picture here of farmers uh, with their cows inside uh, feeding them last week because of the bad weather. Farmers must not carry costs for reduced capacity in meat plants according to uh, TD Jackie Cahill. Of course, the Irish government have to uh, appoint a new Minister for Agriculture this week. In fact, he'll be appointed today. There was an interview a few weeks ago here with Jackie Cahill saying that he was well qualified for the job, but it doesn't look like that. He's uh, one of the two or three names uh, in the mix. Anne Rabbit from Galway, plus the um, Fianna Fáil TD from uh, Donegal are, uh, seem to be the front runners uh, there. 
what else is here? How many more fatality, fatalities will it take before the farm sector grasps the nettle of safety? Uh, certainly, uh, there was another uh, fatality at the weekend. Too many. To think our marketing board is going ahead with this is disgraceful. The Mordens featured in the Board BA campaign to promote Irish beef, but their young bulls won't qualify for the proposed protected uh, geographical indicator for grass-fed suckler beef. And they're angry uh, about it. And there's a picture of Porrick Morden from Boris O'Kane, uh, who's featured in the campaign himself and uh, his, his dad. Uh, certainly the sun is shining uh, down there. It's an idyllic location. I knew there had to be more than just a home for my sheep. Tom Lee has turned his Connemara farm into a tourist attraction, wowing visitors with sheepdog demonstrations and spectacular uh, scenery. Uh, they also get uh, an opportunity to bottle feed lambs. Lovely pictures here. And the grass uh, is uh, nice and green. And there's a picture of uh, Tom giving a turf cutting demonstration uh, with the slain here. Uh, and I uh, did a bit of that in my time. And here's another picture of a uh, couple of men. This is uh, members of the Inish Shannon Steam and Vintage Club spent a day harvesting spring barley using traditional methods at uh, Frank and Sandra Buttermer's farm in Bandon and County Cork. And certainly no combine harvesters here. There's a couple of men uh, on the top of a trailer and there are uh, a couple of men on the, the bottom throwing up uh, uh, the sheaves. And uh, finally, uh, grass growth and humidity ensured happy cows despite the freakish uh, weather. And uh, certainly... Uh, hopefully the weather, uh, the, the improved weather this week will help farmers, grain growers to get uh, their farms in. Right, we'll have another song. This time I think we're going to go for uh, Summer in Dublin and Bagatelle. <laughs> I wanted to see you and I 
Summertime in Dublin, certainly not much summertime this year. July was probably one of the worst, uh, wettest uh, months that uh, Ireland has experienced for many years. But you're listening to Ireland Calling, brought to you to support of the Hugh Green Group. Got about eight minutes to go before the end of the programme, so the uh, uh, tomorrow's papers in Ireland uh, have popped up on my iPad here. So the Cork Examiner, or the Irish Examiner as it's known now, it's leads with a front uh, picture, big picture on the front here. Joe Biden is, Joe Biden, his time. And it says here, Joe Biden for the White House and Joe Blewett for your house, heating and plumbing. And Joe's a, a relation of uh, uh, Democratic um, candidate Joe Biden. And uh, he's got a picture of his nice van here and a picture of Biden. Parents facing enforced unpaid leave is another story there. Concern over the number of downgraded results that will happen next week. I think um, it looks like some teachers I mentioned earlier could have given, uh, you know, really good uh, what um, grades to their students but it looks like some of them will have to be uh, downgraded City Chief hits out at Cork Flood Defence Objectors and um, Sergeant feared loss of finger in assault three guards were assaulted including a sergeant who feared he would lose his finger and an officer who was swung by the hair during a violent episode at a direct, prov- at a direct uh, provision centre that's the front of the Irish Examiner the Irish Time meanwhile Yes, a picture of Biden's cousin on the front of that. But here's a picture of Trump uh, at, um, obviously, this. Um, he went to Kinshoha yesterday against the wishes of the mayor and the, um, uh, the, the governor. 
but he, he turned up because uh, Wisconsin is one of these swing states that if he wins it, he could be back in the White House again. And it's uh, the gloves are off between him and Biden at the moment. But here he is standing on the street. And, uh, of course, many people saying that he's inflaming uh, the situation uh, with, um, obviously, uh, the talk and the tweets that he's doing. And I watched a bit of their um, conference last week and, uh, you know, there was no sign of social distancing or nobody wearing masks when he had 2,000 people in the White House lawn. Anyway, enough about him. Higher leaving cert grades to push up CAO points. Uh, another story here. Blocking pub inspections to result in a €2,500 fine. So denying entry to a guard trying to inspect a pub for compliance with COVID-19 will result in a fine of up to 2500 And I think many of the people that pubs that are open, and this is what's upsetting the pubs that aren't allowed to open, they're not uh, following the compliance rules. Uh, you know, people aren't paying €9 Euro for a, a meal. Uh, they have a menu there. And um, obviously, if the guards come to inspect they'll pretend that they're um, obviously preparing a meal for uh, for customers. So this is the reason that this really upsets um, the poor publicans that cannot open, that haven't got the facilities uh, to uh, provide a meal. And uh, a quick look at the weather here. Mostly cloudy with outbreaks of rain and drizzle, highs of 17 to 21 degrees. And uh, what else now? Uh, Commissioner here, wrangling between Dublin and Brussels, as well as within the government, is continuing over Ireland's next European commissioner. Of course, the government are unhappy. They've been told uh, to send two nominations. And uh, obviously, behind the scenes, they're trying to make sure that um, whoever uh, gets the nod for this job, that they'll get the um, uh, the lucrative uh, trade commission that uh, Hogan had but uh, obviously that's up to the um, President of the European uh, Commission, uh, German lady Ursula van Leyen and uh, she's not going to what do you call it um, do what uh, the Irish government she's, it's, she's basically the, the, the CEO of the European Union or the, the Commission and it'll be up to her uh, to decide what portfolio uh, she will give to the Irish candidate as I said there's about 27 different portfolios or commissioners and there's about a top five, and of course, uh, uh, um, uh, Hogan was pretty much up there at the top. The uh, commission that he had uh, was was huge um, trade, and before that, farming, agriculture was a big one as well. Right, we'll take another bit of music. In fact, we might have to bring the show to an end here because we've got four minutes to go, and I'll see what song I've got uh, to leave us out uh, tonight. If it's uh, four uh, minutes, we might as well, what do you call it, go with another Van Morrison song, Have I Told You Lately That I Love You? And I suppose this is something uh, that everybody should do. The mother uh, that survived the horrific uh, tragedy in Donegal uh, last weekend, she gave a big interview to the um, Irish Sunday Independent on Sunday, and she basically told uh, everybody to go out there and say you love your children and love your uh, family more and more. For me, good night and God bless. And here you are, take it away, Van, 75 years young.
Troubles, that's what you do. 